Midlife Moxie. We are a community and podcast all about midlife women making this one of the best seasons of their lives. Well, I'm one of your hosts, Gail. And I'm Christina. We're going to be sharing our stories, struggles, and joys while bringing you experts on topics that you care about. And we're going to do it while having a whole lot of fun. So buckle up, girls. Let's get our Moxie on. Christina, welcome, welcome, everyone. Hey, girl, hey. This is our anniversary show, girl. Can you believe it? I can't. I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. Can you? I mean, it has been a whole year. It has been a whole year since we started mashing buttons and Wow. And that's literally wow. the way it started. It was a lot of button mashing, a lot of boo-boos, a lot of snorts. But y'all, we're so excited to tell you that we really, when we're recording this, it's a week in advance, and we have already hit over 10,000 downloads of the Midlife Moxie podcast. Christina, I think you and I both felt almost a little tearful about that. We did. You know, it, it, it has always been our goal to grow grow the show, grow the numbers of the show, so that way we could bring forth just more excitement about our show, right? More sponsors, more affiliates, more, um, uh, uh, more personalities to our show. And now we have just this way of doing it because we have the numbers. And that is exciting. That is super exciting. It is exciting very exciting. Because how many people do this? Like, really? Like, well, average how many podcast, people? the average is seven episodes. And wow. tomorrow wow. morning, after we're recording this, we're releasing number 52. This will air next week and will be 53 to start off the new year as the official anniversary episode. And, you know, to think that when you first mash that button and put it up, I remember when it first showed up on iTunes and there we were, I was just like, Holy cow, there we are on iTunes, right beside Wondery and, um, you know, all these big podcasts. I, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I've arrived. It doesn't mean anybody's listening, but I felt like we had arrived. You know, it was really funny. I did. I, I you know, I, I looked at it the same way. I saw it and I thought, oh my gosh, like we're legit. <laughs> we're we are legit. Real. And it's real. And, when you finally realize that you are a podcaster, like you're a podcaster, what? Like what? I'm a podcaster, and then, like you said, you're you're up there with all of these other folks that have been in the podcasting world for a long time, and you're just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like I'm a podcaster, and it was so almost surreal. It was, you it know? was, and. Mm-hmm. People think, oh, everybody has a podcast, but really that's not true. There's a lot of podcasts out there, but the number of active podcasts is way less than the number that you see on Apple as far as podcasts that are just listed. 
And we got really excited because if you take your phone and you go to Apple Podcasts and you put in the word midlife, we started looking at other podcasts. And I know you shouldn't compare, but we really wanted to know how we're doing. And I remember the day that when you put in the word midlife, we showed up in the search (laughs) because they only give you 20 (laughs) along the top. If you scroll all the way through, I counted them. I could have fainted. And then mm-hmm. we made it all the way up in on the first screen. Because I thought yeah. if we can get to those yeah. first four they show you, then we have a lot, of ch- a lot better chance of being heard and seen and getting the message out. So first of all, we just want you to know we're grateful that you listened. Absolutely. If you listened once, Absolutely. if you listened to all 52 episodes, we, we're grateful. Because it does matter. These numbers matter a lot when it comes to getting guests, to getting sponsorships. And sponsorships cover the cost of podcasting, which you can podcast for free, but that's really kind of a misunderstanding, don't you think? Yes. And and I do I do want to say this. Thank you to to the people who not only listened and downloaded our show but also passed it on to their friends because we had some really great topics over over this last year. And I mean, you and I both, you know, we were getting messages in in our DMs or, you know, texts coming over from our friends or phone calls even from friends. And they're like, gosh, this is really good. Like, thank you so much for bringing this stuff to light. So I just want to say thank you to, to all the people who not only listened, but actually passed us on. To and other took the women time to write us those messages. Yes. Because oh sometimes gosh, when you yes. don't know if you're making a difference and you get that message of how impactful an episode was or a guest was, yes. that just means everything. So I want to thank some other people. First, I want to thank each and every guest um, mm. because that's your time and your skill and your expertise. And we do not pay guests. Most podcasts do not, if you're just wondering. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so these are people that give of their time freely, often with very Absolutely. little to gain. Um, and some have given over and over. And mm-hmm. we're we going to talk about... Maxi partners. Yeah, yes. we're going to talk about that in a little bit, our top episodes. But I want to continue giving some things here. One, I want to thank our editor, Oh, my goodness. Mm. Dan Collins. I think God has gifted him with patience and skill because you have no (laughs) idea what it's like to edit our work. And um, we've had a little trouble getting our episodes lined up in advance because when we tried that, we ran into some recording problems with our hosting company, not with with our recording platform that were above and beyond our control. But I know he's thinking, can these two get it together? But I think we finally got it together. But he's been so patient and so kind and does a wonderful job for us. And so we appreciate you, Dan Collins. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'd be remiss not to give out a, a shout out to Adam Shabley. Adam yes. Shabley. Yes, I was just going to say that. Yes. Yeah, he has what? podcasting business school and he has just been mm-hmm. an amazing mentor for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I really enjoyed about um, working with Adam is that he was always willing to give um, the mentorship because he could see the longevity of what Midlife Moxie was about. And he could see our personalities and how they played off of each other. And we we did a lot of joking around and we did a lot of clubhouse rooms with him. Um, and 
it, it was really cool to not only gain knowledge um, and insight to the business, but also to gain a friendship. You know, like we we have a friend in, in Adam. We have a friend in Adam, you know, <laughs> and so that <laughs> – and so that that's been really cool, you know. I, I I think that's that's the way it should be, right? Is like if well, we have I knowledge to, to this give out yeah. to the entire podcasting community, it has been one of the most accepting communities I've ever joined yes. up with. Especially yes. when ultimately we are all competing for listeners' ears. Mm-hmm. The podcast community welcomes you in. They promote you. They help you. They collaborate with you, and so. We want to thank you to all our podcasting friends that we have met Absolutely. and we've become true life friends with some of these people. And then we've had some people that were true life friends that have become podcasting friends now. We know them in both spaces. Mm-hmm. So thank you to all of them. But, you know, most of all, again, back to you, our listeners, our listeners and our guests, you've given so much because we did, when we started this show, we thought we would have a guest sometimes. And we quickly Mm -hmm. realized, Mm -hmm. I don't know that I just want to sit here and blab all the time. I really want to get the information to the people. And we had a shift right out of the gate. We did. And and you know what? I I want to say this, too, is that it is okay. Like, if you are sitting here going, you know, I have have thoughts of a podcast and, you know, I I think it's going to go this direction and then you want to make a shift, it's okay. Like, there is a lot of things that we learned along the way, and we'll share those in a little bit. But I, I just want to really say that to you because it's okay. It's okay to say, you know what? That's not the direction I want to go and shift as long as you remain consistent, right? I mean, Gail, that, that is one thing that we did very well. We remained consistent. Sometimes we consistently crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we showed up every week for our audience. And I think that once you get on a rhythm – with your community, your audience, um, that that's their expectation. And so we gotta we gotta show up for the expectation that we've already set forth. And so, you know, we did that. We did that. And so I, I think that as long as you're consistent, it's all good. So well one more thing before we you, move Gail? on is I wanna thank you for Chris you, Christina, because this was a crazy idea. <laughs> And sometimes it's difficult for me to get people to go along with my crazy ideas as as some of my friends and their little Heston. And you were kind of like, heck yeah, I've always wanted to have a podcast. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. let's do it. And I d- believe there have been fights, there have been tears, but there have mm-hmm. been a heck of a lot of laughter, a new friendship, and yes. so much fun and so much growth for both of us over the last year, both personally yes. and professionally. Yeah. And mm. so thanks, partner, for <laughs> buckling mm. in for the ride. Because I'm a person, I'm a creative. And if you've ever been around a creative, they have some wild ideas. And sometimes they can't <laughs> give you good justification for their idea. They'll say things like, just trust me. And there have been times you've just trusted me. There's been times you did it yes. begrudgingly. But there's times you're just like tired of hearing me talk about it. But Thanks for trusting me, Mm -hmm. and thanks for going on this ride with me. Absolutely. Well, right back at you, friend. You know, um, this has been a journey, and it's really taught me a lot about friendship. It's taught me a lot about how to be a good friend um, and how to be a friend in business. And so, you know, there were a lot of little things that we had to iron out, but 
at the end, it was like all all done under the the umbrella of love and just really getting to know each other and getting to know how we operate with each other. And then it actually helped us in in other arenas of our lives. And so I just really appreciate you, you know. Um, Gail is 10 years my senior, so she has a lot of wisdom. I don't say that to be like, yeah, you better be safe. <laughs> no, it's it's a lot of wisdom. There's a lot of wisdom there. There, um, there are a lot of ideas. I'm like, just write it down. Um, but but it's sometimes it's, they're fast. <laughs> they are, and I'm like, are we implementing that? Are we not implementing that? What are we doing with it? Um, that was funny because in the beginning, like, <laughs> I would say something, and you would think that was me. We're doing that. And I'm like, later, I realized. Why is she? Oh, she thinks we're like, no, I'm just chatting. Yeah. I'm just blowing my yeah. ideas out there. Which can be oh. overwhelming for people around yes. me, I will say that. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, I well, thought, but- too, for new listeners, we should share our story because many of our listeners probably yeah. don't realize that we still, as of yet. I was just going to say that. Never have met. <laughs> never have met in person. And to go into business with somebody you've never met in person who lives all the way across the country from you is a little strange, mm-hmm. I know. But now we were in another business, kind of um, sisters in that business, if you will. I didn't mm-hmm. work for her. She mm-hmm. didn't work for me, but we knew each other. What do you, what do you call that in the real world? Uh, like uh, peers, peers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so there was some built-in respect there coming to the table. Yes. But everything else has just been developed along the way. I mean, that's how crazy this ride has been. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, a year ago, a little bit over a year ago, I had reached out to Gail um, because we were working on a project together in our other business. It was about February, March of 2021. Yeah. 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 And, uh, And I was just like, this lady's a boss, and she just shoots it to everyone straight, and she asks for what she needs and what she wants. And it was just a breath of fresh air. And if you are a woman out there that's like, I'm so scared to ask for what I want, I want to implore you right now, just ask. Ask for what you want. It doesn't have to be um, in an ugly manner. It can just be a matter of fact. And um, I saw that in her. So I reached out uh, via email after we were done on a conference call together and I said, I think I want to be your friend. I think that I can learn a lot from you. And, um, you know, I don't know if you're open, but if you are, like, let's chat. And then Gail reached back out and I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, I just felt so, so special. I, I because did. The thing I felt is, so special. You had no idea of knowing that mm-hmm. I had been kind of on a rampage of preaching that we asked for what we want. And that sometimes we want friends and we as women mm-hmm. sit around lonely, bored, instead of just saying, hey, I'd like some new friends. So when you did that, I'm like, okay, she's somebody I can be friends with because she gets that. And so that was yep. a big deal. And that was the start of it all. So that was, say, February, March of 2021. And October 5th of 2021, we mashed buttons. <laughs> I mean, having never met, I mean, February, I think, was uh, February, March, the first time I'd ever even seen you on a Zoom call. I didn't even know your name. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. what is that? Uh, So about seven, eight months later, we're on the air. And I felt like that was kind of quick, but I felt like we're those kind of people that move quickly. And like I said, the Podcasting community is very welcoming. So there were a lot of people who helped us get to air 
that quickly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we never stopped. Once we committed, we were all in. Well, we, you know, one of the things that I think was really cool is that we had a lot of conversations and our conversations were very, very similar. Like we were very aligned. And so if you are thinking about your business partner, just find out where the commonality is. I think that was one of the biggest things. We we always said that we were meant to be famous. Um, we always said that we wanted a podcast and we knew that we had a lot to talk about. Um, we were struggling with um, similar similar things. You know, I was in the process of taking care of my dad. Um, Gail had, you know, lost her mom and you know, she had walked that out and we were in I some was, empty nesting going on. Yeah, empty some nesting. Mm-hmm. Teenage crazy, and, uh, some hot flashes. <laughs> yes, and, hot flashes. You know, oh. that's where it all started. We realized we were getting on mm-hmm. these calls and just basically bitching about it. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, nobody talks about this stuff. And why didn't they talk about it? Why didn't nobody tell, uh, tell us? And that's mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. where it was all born. So that's kind yeah. of our story. Yeah. But now, we said we learned that the podcasting community was very welcoming. Yes. 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 But there's other things we learned about podcasting. And for me, I learned what a powerful platform it could be. Not only for us, but mm-hmm. if you follow the Serial podcast, you realize that a man was just released from prison this week after 23 years in no small credit to the serial podcast. If that podcast had not happened, mm. Adnan Syed would probably be still sitting in prison. And mm. then you look at other things, politics, health, all these things, you realize that this is an incredibly powerful platform. Yes. And I don't think we've taken that lightly. I think we've tried to do it justice. And we really realized once we're going that we really wanted to bring you good information information you could trust, information that was maybe hard to find other places. And we realized with a podcast, we could do this in ways that in the old days you would have only been able to do if you had a talk show. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I I, I think that that was the best part about this is that not only were we bringing – our community, what they were, they were looking for and what they were, what they were needing, but also it was educating us as, as consumers too, you know? So it it was kind of a selfish, selfish thing. Like we were learning in the process as well and gaining friends too. Like we had so many people where we were like, oh my gosh, like this girl is our friend. Like we, we have friends all over now because- we've made a lot of friends. We have. We really have. And so I think that that was the the cool part is that we were able to serve the community in, in what they were needing and wanting and some things that they weren't able to find. That Okay, if you don't know this about Gail, I, I need to share this oh, with goodness. you guys. She can find out anything. <laughs> like anything. Do like she is the master, she is the master investigator. Like she will find out everything and anything and she will just be like, "Okay, this is what I found." And I mean, she is just a researcher and if you don't know that about her, that is who she be. And it's just one of her great skill sets that I absolutely adore because 
I'm like the seven over here. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll find it out, whatever. And she's like, no, we are going to find the person, the right person for this topic. And I mean, she will go into a deep dive dig and find it. And so, um, you know, that... Gail, seriously, like, thank you so much for for being that person, um, and not just being that person, but just really realizing that you have that skill set and that gifting. Oh, you know, thank you. Because well, I think that's, we a, both, that's a huge deal. When we realized what the platform could be and what this platform meant, we both started to take it even more seriously because what you put out matters, and how you handle mm. topics matters, and guests matter. And we be- got more and more serious about vetting our guests properly, making yes, sure that they were yes. the right fit for you. Because we get, now that our show's up and going, we do get a lot of people that ask to be on our show. And some are a fit mm-hmm. and some aren't. And we just want you to know we just don't put anybody on the show, that we think about you, our listener. We look at the statistics. We know that yeah. you like to learn things. We know you're really interested in mental health and wellness. Mm-hmm. We know you mm-hmm. like incredible mm-hmm. stories of amazing women. And so yeah. that's those are the things we look at. And even when we want to bring you a topic, we always ask, so what's the story here? Because yes. you can find a lot of people to talk about a topic. But we really learn that podcasting is storytelling. Yes, and there's there's something, because people often ask us, um, you know, about other platforms, and we're like, we love the purity of what we do here in podcasting. We love it yeah. being audio. We love that it's gritty and raw sometimes, and it drives one of my friends crazy. She's like, y'all just <laughs> laughing at Mike and guffaw, and we decided in podcasting that's okay because we actually started with that vision of like a 1990s radio show yes. that was yes. a little, and we actually had our first editor that we had to part ways with. He just didn't get us, and we didn't get him. Um is our new editor doesn't try to clean us up more than we should be because we want to be real with y'all. We want this to be sitting around having a conversation. And another funny thing we learned about podcasting is that we did not want to be too planned. Remember mm. when we went through that idea that we were going to have all these questions in advance. Oh, and- my gosh. The qu- the questions. Can we just talk about the – you guys, listen, like – legit, we'll have like a rough outline of, hey, we should probably ask these questions. But the reality is, is that a conversation is a conversation. It flows. And so we never know which way it's going to flow. And so you'll hear us throughout our interviews. Okay, wait, I want to talk about this. And then Gail says, uh, I want to circle back to this. It's because we are both on different wavelengths of what we want to bring out of our guest. And so you know, it might drive you guys insane, but we love it because it's just real raw. And, you know, if it was scripted, I feel like people would get bored. It's funny Um, too, because some of our guests have asked for questions in advance. We're like, oh, we don't really do that. (laughs) We're really not sure. You just got to trust us. But the two, the thing we do tell all our guests, we say, and this is one thing we learned early on, we needed to we needed to have some boundaries. And our boundaries yes. were we don't discuss religion and politics. It's not what this yep. show's about. Yep. Now, we, there may be yep. inferences to things, but we don't discuss those topics. And we always ask our guests, 
is there anything that you don't want to talk about? We're not yes. a gotcha show. Yes. That's not who we are. And we learned that we need to respect them as they trusted us. And I thought that was really yeah. important, Christina, is allowing them to trust us to ask them anything. Well, you know, the trust is very important because not only does it build our relationship with them to have them come back on the show as a as a moxie partner, but it also um, encourages them to want to put out our show on, you know, on their platforms as well. Because, you know, have you guys ever gone to an interview or saw an interview where it just went awry and you're like, oh, that is not good? We just we just don't have that because we we set the boundary or the expectation up front, and I think that has served us so well, and it has served our audience uh, really well. Uh, and I love too. that in podcasting, most people are very trusting. They do just say, "Okay, um, just whatever you want to ask me," and they've trusted us. But I think also part of it is. They were watching us on social media. Some of them got to know us through Clubhouse, and we're grateful for yes. our Clubhouse fans. Clubhouse, yeah, All the people who worked with us in the early days to launch this. And I think they mm -hmm. knew who we were and what our show was about, and it wasn't to, to be a got you show or make you <laughs> cry or reveal some pain you right. didn't want to talk about. So, well. And can we can we just talk about really quickly like the leading up to the podcasting world because uh, you know entering into it I I think that sometimes there's some misconception and so we just want to lay this out for you that we actually you know had the the clubhouse platform and we started to launch uh, different topics there to see what people were excited to hear about and then. Our good friend, friend Adam, he had suggested, you know, record a few episodes before you launch. And so we did. We did take that advice, and uh, and and it has served us very well. We at first, you guys, the first I think like three months of our podcasting, you know, experience, we were doing three recordings. Every Monday, you guys, we were exhausted. <laughs> the we might have been a little over ambitious, <laughs> but we were so excited yeah, to just get it excited, going yeah. and just we yeah. we just thought about it day and night. We couldn't wait to do it. And <laughs> I often said my favorite day of the week is Monday because I get mm -hmm. to record this podcast and talk yes, to fascinating yes. people, have fun with you, Christina, and. Oh. We always learn something, and we're in we're going to circle back to some pivotal moments on the show. But we also want to talk about what we've learned about midlife because it's been mm, a lot, yes. a lot. Mm. We learned first of all we are not alone, and mm -hmm. this is a community. You know, part of our goal was to raise our voices, and it's happening, y'all. We learned yeah. that retailers are listening, medical yes, professionals are that's listening. Been huge. And we also learned about a lot of things that were already out there that we don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Like brain health. Brain health was like a huge one. Like for me, I knew about stuff, but it was like to go into a deep dive. It felt, and, and we were just scratching the surface. Sure. But it felt, it felt to me like a deeper dive than what I already knew. Um, and so that was really cool. I just Hormones, didn't realize so like, many women were suffering with the yes. exact same stories. And when we started mm -hmm. to have women tell their stories, 
these things go all the way back to when you got your period and what mm-hmm. we knew and didn't know mm-hmm. and how we suffered and how we bled and we had pain and how we sweated and people thought we were crazy. And mm-hmm. just to know that you are not alone, that was one of our goals, and that what you're going through is somewhat normative. I mean, I use that term loosely, um, but it was kind of somewhat expected. But the thing was, nobody told us to expect it. And we had that goal that we're going to change the conversation around these things, and we're going to make it better for Mm -hmm. us and better for future generations. And well, that that was that was our that was our big goal, right? Is to bring awareness to the midlife community, but also to be intergenerational with how we start to deliver the information to generations below us, right? I mean, that was that was our goal. That was always the goal, and it's it's still the goal. You know, it's still what we want to do because we truly believe, and and Gail knows this, but we truly believe that we're going to be the people on the magazine, you know, Time Magazine, um, you know, in years to come, like these are the voices that changed the conversation. Oh, Time about Magazine never thought about that. Midlife. I thought about that TV show, mm. but. You know, we also (laughs) learned that midlife was more of a transition than we knew. We knew Mm -hmm. that we felt some kind of way about things and we had seen other women. But when we got to dig it into the topics, both from a health perspective, a hormonal perspective, a brain perspective, we found Mm -hmm. out. So let's let's talk about some of those pivotal moments on the show. Um, But let's take a quick break and do that when we come back. So let's hear from the people who make this show possible. Hey, it's Gail here. And one of the things I've noticed in midlife is thinning of my hair and greater hair loss when I'm in the shower or bathtub. Well, our friends over at Mojo Wellbeing have come again with new products to treat exactly those issues. One is their hair thickening treatment. You put a few drops on your scalp and rub them in. It can work while you're sleeping. It contains polypeptides and it helps moisturize the scalp and nourish for healthy roots of hair that look thinning and may be fragile. And then they have their moisturizing hair oil. You know how the ends of your hair get knotty and dry? Mine, that has really increased, you know, during menopause. This makes it feel so great with ingredients like argan oil and phytosqualane. So go to MyMojoWellbeing.com, MyMojoWellbeing.com, use your discount code MOXIE15 and get a discount off these and their other great products for menopause and beyond. Well, welcome back to the anniversary episode of Midlife Moxie. Oh my gosh, are we having a good time just talking about how the show came to be, what we've learned along the way and We want to talk about some pivotal moments on the show. I think we're both going to have, we didn't talk about what our choices were, but one of mine was a show that actually hasn't aired yet. It's coming up soon, but it was about the brain and what happens Mm. to women when we go in that there are basically three transitions when we go into our, when we get our menses and we begin menstruating when we have children, and then when we go through menopause. And my hair was just blown back. I had no idea. No one had ever talked to me in that way. And that was a pivotal moment that 
our brain is indeed wired for what we're seeing mm-hmm. in the work, what we're seeing in, in society, which is that women in our age group are starting more businesses than anyone else. I knew that I did not feel a passion to take care of babies in this stage. I knew that I felt a renewed interest in myself and my passions. And to find out that was biological was, I I mean, talk about an eye-opening moment. So how about you? What have been some real pivotal moments? Okay, I know this is going to sound super shallow, but we had um, we have a, another we had another guest on, and she was talking about how to um, how to express your your yourself and your colors and all of those things. And I was just like, seriously, you guys, I am not a fashionista at all. Like, it's not my gifting. Um, color is not my gifting. Like I can do business, but all of that other stuff, I'm just not good at. And so I was sitting with my mouth like open, trying to that retain. That was a funny show. I was just like, I don't get it. If like, the audience could have seen the looks wired. on your face. And I had no idea, <laughs> even after knowing you for a year. I knew that you would yeah. say things about not knowing how to put together outfits and stuff, but I yeah. had no idea how deep it yeah. ran. <laughs> it was like I was sitting there and I'm like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. So uh so that was one of them. Uh I, I think the the brain, um, like I said, I, the brain one was really uh and we be had looking two. for that uh, be looking for Dr. Luann Brizendine and we had mm-hmm. another one on brain health that yes, yeah blew our mind away. You have to go back yeah. and find that one. And I I really enjoyed our conversations about, you know, women's health and how we don't have to give up like certain things when we get older. There's just a workaround and how Mm -hmm. there are products that are coming out for women to help with the workaround, like there are products for men. And I thought, whoa. And you're talking like, about sex. I and I, to yeah, me, pivotal and I, too. And when, yeah, when totally. Rachel Easterwood started talking about these products, I was just like, okay, wait a minute. Why, when we're watching Jeopardy in the evenings, do we hear about erectile dysfunction, but you're not getting the same companion commercial for the female products that help with libido and enjoyment? I, that was dumbfounding to me. And it mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. showed just how one-sided things have been and that control mm-hmm. and that masculine, just like they matter that they have good sex in midlife, but we don't. I mean, that's such a farce. And, oh yeah, you know, we found out midlife women are interested in sex. You know, they told us our golden years were what you know, in our 40s, but we found out women are having good, healthy sex well into their 60s, 70s, and Se- 80s. And 70s, Like you said, yeah. might have some workarounds, but I think if you need a workaround, if you need a little help, knowing that there's other mm-hmm. people that need help and that the solutions are out there is very mm-hmm. encouraging rather yeah. than having this giving up. And I think on this show... Yes. That's been one of the pivotal things is realizing we don't have to give up. We don't have to give in. Yes. On we don't ha- we learn from the vagina coach. 
We don't have to go around peeing ourselves all the time. Yes. Oh, Kim gosh. Botany, I mean, she really, again, a pivotal moment. It's normative to an extent to have some of that happen, but it doesn't have to be your normal. You can do something about it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. nobody ever told us that. We just thought we were supposed to slip on panty liners and keep going. And that's what the media would tell us. Buy panty liners, buy the pens, instead of fixing the problem. And that was a real pivotal moment with Kim that some of these problems can be fixed and not settled yeah. for. And the same with Rachel that, you know, if you're having problems having sex, don't give up. And I think, and that's going to be an upcoming show. We're going to be talking about sex and communication, intimacy, because I yes. think trusting communication yes. between two partners and realizing that that was where it was falling apart for women was, again, eye-opening and another pivotal moment. For me, too, hearing this incredible stories that we heard from, I, I mean, it hasn't just blown you away to see the strength and the courage of the women who've come on the show. Yes. And, and I, I love seeing their pivotal stories. I love how they've used their pivotal story to build their brands. Um, and one of the people that I was thinking about is, you know, the 80 year old self, Jen Vertnan, you know, where she's talking about like what it looks like, as her 80-year-old self, or even Linda Sunshine, where she was talking about, you know, breaking fears and um, and doing it one every day. So those were the things that I was like, yes, and, and gave, you know, tactical application, you know. Um, I also liked the... Um, I like the, that we could talk Enneagram. about sex. Yeah. I like yeah. that we could talk about sex, like, um, you know, the Kate Somerset's book. About oh, yes. Moving to Kate's, New York, yes. Mom, You Just Need to Get Laid. I mean, years ago, we wouldn't have been able to talk about that kind of stuff. But, you know, and being able to, uh, heart-wrenching moment was to me when we interviewed Anastasia Vladichinska, who had escaped mm. the Ukraine. Um, I'm sorry, Ukraine. I'm learning the right way to say that she escaped Ukraine and to just be able to talk to someone in that part of the world, another woman in your story, just, I had so much satisfaction in that episode and felt so just like we had done something really special. But you know, one of the stories that touched me the most was Sarah Foley, the vertical blonde. Mm-hmm. Story of being left a paraplegic following an accident, but the way she has reclaimed her power and stayed healthy and beautiful and intelligent and engaged and all the things. I mean, I think about her a lot. She really encouraged me to just, I felt like we all have our things. And for me, you know, one of my things is weight. I have a constant battle with my weight. But why am I letting that hold me back from things? Sarah doesn't let being in a wheelchair hold her back from things. And then also realizing the pain that a lot of our friends and a lot of women in midlife are suffering. Lisa Michelle Zaga and Javi talking about grief. You know, Mm. Sarah Foley talking Mm. about the loss of her legs. Anastasia talking yeah. about, you know, the loss of her country. 
you know, when we complain about that towel being left on the floor, we realized when we hear these stories, there's a lot bigger issues out there. We've heard from people that are dealing with sick parents, deaths of husbands, you name it. And it made me really grateful. And it made me realize, too, that we need to be better friends and better midlife contemporaries for the women around us. It can be a very free season. We learned that. But it can be a very difficult season if life throws you these curveballs. And Mm -hmm. another just mind-blowing moment was when we found out about mental health relating to midlife. Oh, yes. And the more we found out, the more we were alarmed that people were not talking about this like they should, that women need to be screened for depression and anxiety because it is rampant in Mm -hmm. midlife women. It hits midlife women when they start going through menopause often in a way that it never has. And suicide rates among women our age are one of the highest age groups. That Mm -hmm. was... astounding and alarming and a pivotal moment for me that we need to be really good at watching out for our friends, asking our friends questions. How are you really doing? Looking for changes in her behavior. If she starts staying in her cave, if she quits engaging, if she's using language that's alarming, um, it can be a lot. It can be heavy and you throw in that hormonal change, and a lot of us wind up with a wheel in the ditch. And mm-hmm. I did not know all that was involved in that until we did these shows. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's crazy because we even had, um, you know, the, the I Married a Bipolar. I mean, that was a huge show as well, you know, just sharing about the other side of things like, you know, how do you engage in, in, um, in relationships with people that are in your circle that have different mental illnesses and how do you, you know, come alongside them? So it's, it's been a number of things. And I, I mentioned earlier about Jen Whitmer, because she is one of our our faves as well. She t- comes in and talks about the Enneagram and that was powerful, you know, for us to sit here and learn about who we are so we can better show up in the world for others, you know. And so when we learn who we are to the core, what what's our, you know, driving motivation <laughs> she likes to say, who's driving the bus? Um, what number is driving the bus? And, you know, we all have this, we all have the numbers, right? One through nine, but one is driving the bus is how she puts it. And it was just so enlightening. It's so insightful because when you better know yourself, you can better show up for the world. And I absolutely love that. She's actually going to be coming back. Yeah, um, she's she, coming back again. Um, yeah. I'm so excited I love for talking that. about yeah. the Enneagram. Yeah. You yeah. know, I think we learned in some of the pivotal, pivotal moments for us was that so many of us are on journeys in this season of life. It wasn't just you. It wasn't just me. It wasn't just our friends. And also pivotally realizing it's worldwide. 
when we looked at our mm-hmm. listenership in foreign countries, we're like, are you serious? People in foreign countries, first of all, can they understand me? And secondly, they're listening. And so that let me know that these topics are important to women around the world and that women around the world are experiencing a lot of the same things. And that was really like a moment of awe and a moment of, wow. <clears throat> and there's just been so many of those on the show. There have been a few times I remember with, I'm going to go back to Sarah Foley. There were times when she was on that I was just a loss for words. And if you know me, that's not very common. And then when Patricia Faust was talking about things involving the brain, there were moments that I was just like, my mind is freaking blown. I mean, blown. When you learn things about like when you're missing that good sleep in midlife while you feel so foggy headed, you know, your brain's not being cleaned at night. You're not getting the sweepers coming through down the streets of your brain. And it was just like jaw dropping information. And I'm like, why is this just not out there everywhere? So I'm very grateful that we've got to have these moments because I'm a different person than a year ago. And to be able to share it with other people so that we make a difference in the lives of other women has just been incredible. That's really all I can have, you know, say. So let's talk about where we're going, Christina. What's oh, the future goodness. of Midlife Moxie? Where are we going? Where are where we, we going? Go? Well, you know what, girl? We, we're going to places where we haven't been before. I, I can definitely say that. And we are going to be you know, bringing forth new sponsorships um, and, you know, really engaging our community. We have a uh, a lot of women that we want to connect with. It seems like we have been able to uh, set our sights on on a bigger vision. I, I, would There's you, some would you celebrities agree with that? coming up. Celebrities, yes, yes. Um, I, new I think York that's so much fun. Best-selling authors. Um, mm-hmm. Super excited about that. But don't worry, we're not going to forget our little um, independent speakers that come on who don't even have a big Absolutely. social media following. They just speak from their skills and their heart and their knowledge. Those have been some of your most popular shows, so they're not going anywhere. We're just adding to and growing yes. and yes. bringing you – we're moving into some – diverse, more topics. Like we recently found out that ADHD is a problem for midlife women. Oh, and so we have an expert coming on to talk about that. I hadn't, I had no idea, but I realized I probably suffer from it. And (laughs) you know, the more we know, the more we know, right. And the more we know, the more, the more we know what questions to ask. And we're also going to be talking about weight loss and IVs in a different manner, you know, weight loss in a different manner and, you know, how we can, you know, better sustain that for ourselves. And um, we're going to be just giving you guys- Are your feet hurting in midlife? Uh, yes. Oh, That's my gosh. Feet. Coming. Yes. Um, sleep. Sleep. Oh, I can't wait for that sleep. episode. I've been I know. For a long time. So- and so good. Some so of good. you may wonder how the episodes come about. Sometimes we find the people first and we think they're interesting mm-hmm. and we turn that into a topical show. And sometimes we have the topic. And I can tell you, sleep has been on the list for a very, very long time. Yes. But we really yes. wanted to find the right person. We really wanted yeah. to, we, we, we took this one really seriously, as did mm-hmm. 
we're going to have someone talk about sex. And we really wanted to handle these topics with a lot of care and a lot of, you know, really well-vetted guests. So those are coming up. Those are coming up. And I want to mention that we are what's called an indie podcast. And that means we are not affiliated like with a production company. And if you're not in that arena, you probably don't know the difference. Then like Wondery has shows. Those are a part of their network. We are not part of a network yet. And, but there's some big things possibly coming in that arena that we won't talk about yet, but just know we have, as my dad used to call them, big ass ideas. Um, Mm -hmm. We do have those. Um, (laughs) We are still working on pitching the TV show, My Love Moxie. I know y'all would love to see that. And we're working on expanding into the YouTube situation, not not just putting the podcast on YouTube, because I'm against that. Y'all know how I feel about that. I am true to this platform. And yeah, and let's talk about that really quick, because a lot of you guys are like, well, why why aren't you guys on YouTube? And and here's the deal is that we, we have made the decision that we are going to be just the true podcasters. Not not that every other podcaster is not true, but it's just like the true where it was birthed from. And that was just all about listening, listening to a podcast. And I think there's something different when you just listen. Yes. I think your mind works in different ways and it engages you in different ways. And I'm a big fan. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we don't we don't want to take away from that and uh, and and so we're going to continue on that path, uh, but we are going to bring bring out our YouTube channel, and it's going to give you behind the scenes of you know some of our guests, um, previous and uh, future guests, and you'll see how we show up. Some sometimes I look a hot mess, but I don't care. Uh, but it'll be fun for messes. you guys. <laughs> It'll be fun for and you I know guys sometimes to see you're thinking, a, a I wonder bit. what that guest looks like. I wonder what's really going mm-hmm. on there. I wonder what her expressions yeah. are yeah. like. And we want to give you that, but not in place of the podcast, just as something in addition to. So we are bringing you more. We are bringing you more opportunities and we're growing this community. And if you're not on our Facebook, you know, a part of our Facebook community, please go be a part and please comment and please discuss. We really want this to be not just a us to you situation. We want it to be us to you, you to us, and you to one another in growing this community and that support and those relationships. And that's super important to us. So that's the Midlife Moxie Facebook group. And then of course, you know, follow both of us on Instagram for additional content that could very widely in content yes. and a in topic, I should say. And and we're thinking, I mean, this is a this is a thought. It's not it's not being birthed yet. You know how we are with our ideas. But we think that we might have a, an IG, Instagram, you know, just midlife moxie. So you can She's see She's not convinced me yet. See. That's what's really going on here. <laughs> she thinks if she tells you all that that I'm gonna be convinced. I'm not trying to see how I do this, you guys. <laughs> He has to convince but, me sometimes. Uh, 
I, I think it I think it it might be fun for you guys. Um that way we can we can do a lot more there as well. Um and it's not to say that we're not gonna have our own, you know, Instagrams and, and things of that nature, but just just so you can see more content, you know, that's really really what we want to be able to give you guys. So Yeah. Now we yeah. want to recognize our top ten episodes. And then we've got some oh. other special people we will want to recognize. So Number 10 was Jessica Bonner. She was a midlife woman who is a news anchor in Florida. And I'm sorry, Jessica Bonner Foster. I always knew her as uh, Jessica Foster Bonner. Her TV name is Jessica Foster. And I think people loved hearing the story of someone who had overcome cancer, who had overcome fertility issues. And here in midlife was at the absolute top of her game in an industry that doesn't always appreciate aging and wisdom. And then next was one of our comedians, Heather Bauer. Oh, Heather Holly Bauer so out of Atlanta. Such a fun episode. Again, a cancer story, a mom story, a midlife story, but using comedy to get through it all and then share that with others. And then 256, uh, number eight, um, our paraplegic friend, Sarah Foley, and I hate to just call her a paraplegic friend. That was the story. It was about her paraplegia. Actually, the story was not about her paraplegia. The story is about her and how she has handled paraplegia. So let's go with that. So that's mm-hmm, Lizzie, 10, mm-hmm. 9, 8. And then tie number seven, Amy Cotney Barton. Did I get that right? I always mess up the yes. thing. She's the real trout of Alabama whose um, Instagram with her husband has blown up. And she is just really living midlife. She's married to a younger man. She wears all the bright colors. She is chasing life with a passion and a fun that's to be celebrated. Then in a tie with her is Lisa Michelle Zaga, who comes and talks to us about grief and when life expectations are not what you ex- you thought they would be and and how you deal with all that. She, she has overcome a lot of grief, and she always just leaves me in awe. And then... Number five, the Enneagram. Is that right? Let's see, 10, 9, 8, 7, tied for 7. So, yeah, five. Enneagram, Jen Whitmer. And then uh, number four, Manny Martins Carmen out of Canada. Her episode on fashion and style and really re reclaiming who she was when she was a midlife woman. She was an artist before, and she just kind of lost herself, which I think a lot of us do. A lot of you really resonated with her. And then number three, and I got to talk about two and three together because they're the same person, our amazing (laughs) uh, therapist on call, Liz Watley, right here in Greenville, South Carolina. Liz is incredible, and you have loved her episodes on anxiety and depression and we have another one coming soon with her on narcissism. I know a lot of you are going to want to hear oh that. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be so awesome. And then just number one spot by a hair, Elizabeth Duncan Hawkins. Duncan Hawkins. Hawkins Duncan. Duncan Hawkins. Why do I get that wrong every time? <laughs> what is wrong with me? Let me just look. She'll 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 be okay with it. She's a friend, and she's a friend to the show. Oh my gosh, you guys! Let me Duncan uh, let, Hawker, let me just say, Elizabeth Hawker. Duncan Hawker, yeah. friendship, and that was a pivotal moment learning about the science of friendship and 
it, mm, it's yeah. something you can work on instead of just accepting it, it as it is. Elizabeth Duncan Hawker. Why can't I and, get that right? And I have to say, I have to say this about Elizabeth. She actually really shined a light on how you show up as a friend, but also how you engage your friendship circles to other friends. And I, I've always had a sense about things, but I never really understood what that sense was. And I would always be like, mm, no, I don't want to team up with that person. That that's just doesn't seem like right, the vibe. Um, and And she just solidified a lot of the things that I was feeling, I know for you, Gail, you, she talks about the rings and that's that was a real um, like, and oh yeah, you're speaking my language. permission because I have mm-hmm. been one that sometimes people had to be moved to an outer ring based on trust or connection or just their amount of effort being put into friendship. But that she breaks it down into tangible ways to find yes. friends, be a friend, receive friends and share friends was really groundbreaking work to me because it's mm-hmm. always been kind mm-hmm. of just uh, not really defined. And she really put some definitions on it and some expectations and some boundaries. And I really, really appreciate that. So Elizabeth will be coming back. I know she's up for it and we've got more to talk about because I think this is a season where I hear that a lot is I'm lonely or I need new friends and our friends do often change in midlife because our life has changed. Like yep. for years, we were friends yep. with the other moms on the baseball team or at mm-hmm. Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. And now that that's not a part of our lives anymore, I think we have to say, how do we now make friends? How do we choose friends? How do we find friends? How do we do all the things? And she gives us some very tangible ways. I thought that was just super helpful for women in this season of life. Yeah, it was so good. I mean, all of, I I have to say this, all of our guests were great. They all brought something to Midlife Moxie and to the community. And so, you know, it, these were our top 10. I just want you guys to know that everybody was super valuable, important, and our community appreciated it. And I'm so glad that Gail and I have had the opportunity through Midlife Moxie to give you guys another platform to express that and for our community to be able to absorb it and and really glean from it because sometimes we don't want to talk about certain things and we don't even know how to engage in the conversation. And so we, as Midlife Moxie, take that on so that we could do that for you. And so I hope that we have served you well. Or well, you know, because we realized when a woman is going to see her gynecologist, she's got 15 minutes, you know, and that oh, counts her mm-hmm. time with her legs spread apart, you know. Sometimes that's not a great <laughs> no, moment girl, for conversation, it's like five. you know. You, it's five minutes. You get in there, you get all hot and bothered, you forget what you wanted to ask, and they've got one foot oh. out the door. And we realized by bringing some of these guests on, especially in the medical field and um, the therapeutic field, that we could sit them down and ask the questions that you maybe wanted mm-hmm. to ask and either couldn't put words to or couldn't find the correct opportunity or didn't feel comfortable asking. And we really love that. And I want to say, like, Christy, every single one of our episodes is special, whether you got 
Absolutely. A few listens or a ton of listens. And your show, even if it was a small amount of listens, it may have been the one that mattered to Susie over here in Texas, mm-hmm. you know. And that's what it's all about. And we know every show doesn't resonate with everybody. That's okay. We hope that you do find some that resonate with you, though. And we want to hear from you. We want to hear also what else you want. But last but not least, we have some other people to thank, Christina. And these are people who have either been affiliates, sponsors, partners in some way, financially supporting this show. And we said earlier, yes, you can podcast for free, but y'all probably wouldn't want to hear us just talking on our iPhone and putting it out there randomly. To do it and do it well does take some money. And so yeah. we appreciate that these people have believed in what we're doing and that they wanted to be in front of you. So know mm. that's what that means. When these people have invested and put their money into the show, that they think a lot of you that they want to be in front of you. They've got products and services that they want to share with you. And that's a big deal. And especially those that are working specifically in the midlife space, y'all, we need to appreciate these people. We need to purchase their products. Mm -hmm. We need to support them back. So I hope you'll go out there to our website and look at our sponsors and affiliates page. I hope you'll use the links that we've gotten deals for you. And y'all, we go after the deals for you. It's not just about them selling product. We get you deals and it's all products we believe in. So let's run down the list. Sandbar Hand Care. Oh my goodness. Your feet are rough if you have calluses on your hands from lifting weights. See our friends over at Sandbar Hand Care. You want to do the next one, Christina? Yeah, Kim Vopney, the vagina coach. She has the Buff Muff app. And oh my gosh, you guys, all I have to say is if your vag is like saying, help me, get a hold of that Buff Muff app, okay? Kim will help you. Mojo Wellbeing, oh my gosh, they are working really hard to give menopausal women products that work for them. And y'all, this is big and we need to support them. They are putting out products for skin and for your hair. And I I just think that that is so incredible that they are focused on our age group. So Mojo Wellbeing, Mm -hmm. go over there and Mm -hmm. check them out, give their products a try. Absolutely. And then we have Viome. And this is actually a newer partner, you guys. And uh, it's awesome. Like if you want to know anything about what's going on with your body, how your body reacts to certain ingredients or um, foods, this is just a great way to get a super um, extensive like panel of how and what to eat and what to take in order for your body to operate at optimal level. You know, and there's three different packages there that they have. And I will tell you, I I was so impressed because not only, not only do they give you an extensive, you know, panel of what's going on inside your body, but it also, um, they also do supplements and they're they're personal personalized personalized packaging so it's made says on demand. your name made on demand yeah made on demand that. you know i love yeah. hearing about new technology to help us live better mm-hmm. lives now, mm-hmm. but here's one of my personal favorites and i'm excited because this is a first that we have an official we have a brand new 
situation, partnership, collaboration. And we have the official bra fitters of Midlife Moxie. Yes. Yeah, I know bras are, and boobs are something you guys really want to talk about. And that episode's coming up very soon with the gals over at Livy Ray Lingerie. Cynthia and Molly gave us an amazing episode. Yes, that they did. Some bras. And we realized we were both wearing the wrong kind and the wrong size. And <laughs> we just said, we want to make you the official bra fitters of Midlife Moxie. This is so needed. And so that we have a special deal. Look for that coming up very, very soon. We're signing the contract with them. But official bra fitters yeah. of Moxie, yeah. Lily and, Ray, Lingerie. L- let me just say this. So Gail and I actually did a bra fitting and we got our bras. And I, y- you guys, I'm super impressed because my girls are fitting. My back My husband said showing. the girls look perky. <laughs> Yes, girl. Yes. yes. I mean, all the business. Well, then we have Tidewater Sandals. And, you know, Tidewater Sandals was really good to us. They even gave us a pair of shoes for us to, you know, experience. And they are fun. I know Gail had some gingham patterns. And uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed them as much as we did during the summertime. Uh, and They're so comfy. And I forward. wore mine yeah. in the pool to the beach and everything. And they held up so yeah. well. So yeah. Tidewater sandals. Walking cradle shoes. Mm. We have a representative for them coming on the show soon to talk about foot pain, shoe fitting, because yes. I keep hearing from friends of mine that gotten all these problems with their, uh, what is that on the bottom of your foot? That uh, Like a bunion? Well, they're bunions and they're blisters, but pla- fascia, oh, plantar fasciitis. fasciitis. Thank you. And, you know, our feet are just different. And I've been having a lot of foot pain lately. And mine's on the top mm-hmm. of my foot, like arthritis and things like that. So she can talk to us about that and how she's do make a difference and we might need to consider different things in this season. Yes. And then we have um, our eye candy shapers, our eye candy shapers. You know, this is a dear sweet friend of mine and she is here for you guys to shape your bodies with all different shapewear. And man, oh man, I have also a waist training belt that I have been using. And so when I am in the gym and I am you know, sweating. It's sweating in my midsection, which is where a lot of us midlifers carry our weight. And so it has been such a blessing. And seriously, I'm telling you, Christina loves a freaking shaper. (laughs) That girl loves a shaper. I do. I love a shaper, you guys. She loves a shaper. All all through getting it tight and sucked in. I love a shaper. So thank you. uh, Thank you for that. Well, and Dr. Dennis Gross's company was very... Um, just a, a, very kind to us with free products and with his appearance on the show. He's a very famous dermatologist. He's a celebrity dermatologist. And he gave us a good hour of his time to talk about sunscreen. And we learned so much. And for the first time ever, Christina, I went to the beach, you know, about two weeks ago, used his product on my face, and I did not get burned I have not peeled, nor did I come home with a broken out face. 
And y'all, oh, her combinationally so skin, who's prone to break out, that was so huge. And I loved finding out, I've been a little sunscreen resistant because of breakout and because I always wanted to be tan. But what I found out was using the sunscreen every day, that I did get sun, but it was just a beautiful glow rather than the redness, the peeling, the irritation. And I'm like, I actually like this color better. And so thank you to Dr. Dennis Gross and your team. Just so kind and giving with your time and your products. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan. It's got some great products. I'm a fan. Yep. And and you guys can find him in all the big, you know, superstores. I believe he's in, um, is he in Sephora or Ulta? I just I ordered remember. directly from the side. I have to have my sunscreen. Oh, I have well, to have my that- peel pads. <laughs> Got to have both. <laughs> Yes, yes. Well, then we have Balsa Bars. And you guys, Balsa Bars was such a needed product for midlife women. And it's a nice little snack that you can eat on the go. And they are super scrumptious. Like, I love those bars. My husband they ate were all so of the yummy. first <laughs> I mean, I don't order more. And they've got a new yeah. flavor out that's a little more, it's it's not chocolatey. It's more like a vanilla type flavor. Oh. And yeah, yum, yum. And I have found when I eat one, I do stay full or yes. longer and I'm not hungry. Yes. And then we've got Celebrate Me Registry, one of our newer. And this is a cool idea because you can go on and create a registry for anything. Just like... I'm empty nesting. I just buried my parents. I am new widow. I I'm menopaused. Woo! I think we should celebrate these things. And the Celebrate Me Registry gives you an opportunity to make list and actually get gifts you want. And I think as a midlife woman, people have trouble buying for us. You know, we have a lot of mm. things we want. We usually have the cash to buy things we want, and we're usually super specific about what we like and don't like in this season. So if you want to set up a registry and you want the people in your life to not waste their money, then, you know, get your registry set up and share it with all your friends. And that's the end of our anniversary show, Christina. Again, thank you to everyone who's been part of this. We cannot wait for the next year. And what do we always say, Christina? Until next time, go and get your moxie on. Bye-bye. Bye.